Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. It's a brand new, I'd say, box fresh episode of Is It Just Me? It's Tuesday. We ping into your inbox every Tuesday. And we talk about... All sorts of nonsense, really, don't we, James Williams? Yes, we do, Joe Elvin. James, How are you? Yeah, hi, James is uh, my co-host here. I'm Joe Elvin. Hello, and hello. We're going to be talking about all sorts of really. I mean, it's nonsense, but it's important, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and we've got a proper, proper woman who's here to talk to us today. A comedian, writer, ambassador actor. of nonsense. Yeah, all of those things. It's Roisin Connerty. Hey! How are you? I'm very well, thanks for having me on. That was well, a really well. good intro, right? It was really good. Yeah, I really smooth. love being called the ambassador of nonsense. I mean, it's literally... <laughs> you are spoiling us. <laughs> With your rubbish pretty stories. Sure, <laughs> pretty sure Theresa May gave that job to somebody else in the cabinet yesterday. It's not you. Yeah, yeah. damn. You're, far, first. you're damn. far too qualified. God, we yeah. only like unqualified people in our government. We also like nonsense yeah. here as well, yeah. so that's why. Yeah. Is Boris still in? Obviously. <laughs> I mean, what's he got on her? What dossier yeah. has he got on this her? Is the Jeremy thing, Hunt. Isn't it? I mean, literally, yeah. we can go on. Yeah. That's not. But this has gone a very serious. God, this is going to ruin podcast. my dry January if we carry on. <laughs> And it's, and it's not even two o'clock in the afternoon. So we're only we're we're two thirds dry January in this little uh, pod cupboard. Not the way I counting. I, do, I, I don't understand out of all the months of the year why you would not drink in January. Because if you're in hell, you might as well turn the fire up. No, I <laughs> think that's yeah. exactly. I mean, I would. You know, I'd rather. Why not June? It's sunny outside. Well, I would say February. You know, because February, it's not A, it's not January, and B, it's shorter. It's the shortest month of the year, so I would say. Well, I think it's because it's it, it, to be a... I think, actually, what it is, it's just because people are skin, so they can just make True. it like it's a choice. Yeah. Uh, so it's just people are skin, and you do feel awful, but it is that, it is the worst of all things. It's sort of like, hello, doctors, my old friend. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. Every <laughs> evening, you sort of like, how long will the... When it feels like the sun won't... You know, so the other day it was at seven o'clock in the morning and the moon was just hanging out there. Just uh, like, well, still here. It was like Iceland the yeah. days in January. Well, like, a part, like, like a guest that wouldn't leave. You're like, come on, moon. Yeah. Come on, I'll your cab. We've well, got to go. You didn't see, I did an Instagram post last week. It was probably one of my most popular ones ever where I just found the online oh, yeah, chart so. of all the sunrises and sunsets. I did and it, see and, this. and it's there in black and white. It, it, it's, the days are definitely getting longer only by like a minute each side every day but, but it, it counts it, but, it, it but it's information like that that sustains me and I've bought my flatmate a sad lamp I say I bought my flatmate a sad lamp yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sad lamp in the flat yeah I know who is your flatmate <laughs> Roisin is it, is it just she's my actual flatmate in Game Face as well uh, I didn't even change her name Caroline from Game Face is Caroline in real life oh no that, that was a nice smooth little Same oh way. sorry I just, I just punched the microphone it was a nice so smooth little um, I absolutely loved Game Face and it was while I was watching Game Face and absolutely dying laughing that I emailed Roisin and said please we come on podcast because really and right and just be nominated for some awards right oh the British Comedy yes. Guide yes that was quite that's quite a nice we'll see, yeah it's nice so no, thank you for watching it but, thank you for being sweet about it because I've worked fair, hard on it but for any um 
poor unfortunates who haven't seen it, who can catch up on 4OD, yeah, right? Because yeah. it was on E4. What's it about? It's a struggling actress. Struggling actress, and it's quite a specific story. So a girl, a woman, so would I say a girl? Like, I don't know if 38 rows, go over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the show's about uh, a girl, she's a woman who is, she's uh, sort of at that point in your life where she hasn't succeeded at a thing that she said she's going to do. But I've got a lot of friends, and I think we all know people, and I was sort of like that, where you say you're doing a thing, like being a writer or a a writer mainly a lot of my friends are or you know an actress or uh but you're not really getting anywhere with that but so you're not committing to the other any part of your life because you sort of go well once the music takes off then and so I wanted to get that point where just that <laughs> absolute peak point of where you go it's the last yeah chance to learn and you sort of have to look around and go am I gonna do this is it a thing actually or am I just saying this and her boyfriend who she's with for 12 years I wanted to have a bit of baggage on her so it's not like a girl about town drinking yeah. wine yeah you know she's not on t- she's not on tinder she's heartbroken so she hasn't had sex for a year. So it's quite it's quite interesting, I suppose, when, when people sort of go, what they expect, I think, is like she can have loads of sex and stuff. <laughs> She's not having sex. She's just sort of miserable. <laughs> and um, I, I think one of my favourite things is like, you know, lurking in the aisles at Tesco for the yellow stickers to come out and you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. she's really broke. Yeah. She's embarrassingly broke. And in that way, she's, she's embarrassed. She, I think she, the thing I would say is she's quite real. I wanted her to feel quite real and accessible in a... I wanted her to feel that like you can understand why she was doing things or whatever. And you could. she's a bit of an idiot. She's a bit of a narcissist a bit self-centred but, that's but she's not I, a bad person I, yeah I think she I hope I don't upset you with this I kind of keep thinking adorable asshole. Yeah, that's <laughs> lovely mean? Yeah. that's it yeah. I, I wanted that because I just felt like you know I wanted to write a thing where I wanted you to want to spend time with her because you have to because it's about fundamentally about that journey and then you know especially in the first series and I didn't want, I think we spend so much time with people that we don't like and we hate at the moment. And especially in the world with Twitter and stuff, you know, and I was like, well, you bring people into your front room. And I just find when I'm watching stuff, I'm like, I just don't want to spend any more time with them. Mm. I don't care if they're, yeah. like, I was like, I don't like this character. Yeah, but I, I think, think you, have you to, know. You, you don't underestimate the skill in that because I do think it's something to be said for, you know, people that can write real, but without making them unlikable. Yeah. Because I don't know if any of you saw Girl Boss, but you know, no, on Netflix, no. I mean, she was. Of the idea is she's a bit of a hot mess, but right. she was so unlikable. I couldn't right. watch it. So yeah. there is a, you have to be very careful yeah, and treading that line. You want to still make them likable, don't you? Yeah. Relatable. You know, I think it's relatable. I think likable is a different thing. I think relatable though is like a see if you're my you know, and I'm I i do not claim to have, you know, to be an amazing writer, but I think relatable or it is your job as a writer. If you write if I was writing about a serial killer, I think what's the point if you don't make the audience a little bit empathize with him or her? Mm. You know, to, to go like, Oh god, I feel like the serial killer yeah. <laughs> You know, like that's sort of the job to make them accessible in some way that you go oh I had if you make people and that's when we get cross you know you go like what yeah and you know because yeah and it's not because it's unlikable it's because you maybe the writing hasn't shown you enough motivation or we're only watching a thing and of course you know if it's hidden from us we just get confused and we get angry because you know that's sort of you go like what do you mean what's happened what yeah you know and you, you feel like why would you well, no <laughs> But, so, do people around you recognise themselves in Game Face at all? Yeah, I mean, I've had yeah. uh, well, <laughs> my best friend Caroline, um, who is a trained actress. I didn't go to drama school. I'm a, I'm a sort of writer clown. Um, she um, and we, she, so I wrote her a part, and uh, I said, "I've written your part." She's like, oh, "Okay, what, what do I play?" And I was you, like, yeah. "My flatmate." She's yeah. like, "All oh, right," and then we sort of the read through. She's like, looked at me. She's like. She's called Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> she had to go very method. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, the thing, but the thing is, me and Caroline did do a show together once and I said, the thing is, Caroline, I need to improvise on the day you're my safe space, you know, like, and, you know, so I need to have your name, you know. She's like, you've changed your name, so how can, like, <laughs> you're called Marcella, which is my middle name. So yeah, um, she recognises, and I think a lot of people my age, and I've had a lot of tweets from women sort of going, that's, you know, that you've written my life and stuff, and, because it covers, she's poor and, you know, it's financial stuff and, yeah. you know, family, she's got a very dysfunctional family, but in a loving way, like, everyone's family is is dysfunctional you know it's not like you know beyond the pale uh, but she doesn't her dad doesn't even know she's back with her boyfriend you know and stuff like that like a year later and her brother's a junkie yeah um yeah so it's kind of I'm, I'm very proud of it you know I worked really hard and before the week before it went out I had a breakdown because I was like it's the worst thing I've ever seen you know you sit there and you watch it so much you're just like oh god but it, it, the, the one liners are just superb and I, it really makes you laugh all the way through and in fact it's saying the brother who's the drug addict one of my favourites is the intervention and they're all holding that big shell yeah. and it's when it's things like when your mother says I have the conscience I will be heard it's like it's such a bizarre but hilarious line and I just wonder where that stuff like that comes from it feels like that must have that version of that must have happened at some point that 
I wanted to give the mu- uh, the mum like a bit like my mum because I felt like I'd you know Richard, my mum's very loving and uh, and it's sometimes to see your mum outside of I think we all do that we all make our mums this mums yeah you know like and they always become like caricatures almost in our own mind because they are that's who they are in our lives yeah and, they're just that one dimensional yeah, role yeah yeah and um and so I just wanted her to make that speech and I was really proud of that speech but Pauline McLean goes where she just says like I feel like the B story of my own life like what about my hopes my dreams like I deserve kids that are okay like yeah because my mum has said that to me before you know like I think like my mum's got this thing <laughs> you know the idea of us always being happy like you know like when I'm unhappy she's just sort of like gosh she's, she's just got too much time to think she's like clean something do something you know what I mean she's like like I think that's how they got through like so much very she's good like, words to live by yeah she's but like I we're all depressed is, I think that is what happened yeah. with our parents I mean my mother started working full time when she was 15 so yeah. she didn't have time to sit but around no. I think I did yeah. hit, I hit peak cabin fever of Christmas when I ran out of things to clean or launder yeah. and I knew okay you've now got to venture out the house and do something because yeah. you've actually done everything <laughs> you know domestic that's possibly left to do totally. there is nothing left you know so I, I kind of I'm on board with that to be honest my mum has got a real thing she's got a thing about marriage as well um, I'm a single I know my mum's got a thing she's like oh, these people and first of all she said uh, but it's, it's a great thing she says well, please you know they get together I always said I'm focused on my career mum I'm doing you know just get her off my back um, she's like oh god these people say they want to get it all done and then show up and just look at each other. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, you know what? <laughs> it's such a lovely... So, you know, that's what marriage used to be. You know, me and your, me and your dad, we got together. She went, in the first year, we just sorted out the kitchen. Bang! <laughs> she was so like... You do need a project yeah, with marriage. Yeah, she was like, second yeah. year, it's a bathroom. She goes, you look, you want to show up with all your kitchen, all your bathroom, all your stuff. You've got a house, he's got a house. And what are you going to do? Just sit there and look at each oh, other. hilarious. <laughs> it is true, though. Yeah. I mean, it's like, because, yeah, our next project for Elvin Jones... Uh, 2018 is a new bathroom. Oh, yeah. nice. Second time. Serious. That's how oh. it's, it's a really long term relationship. Time. But, um, Twice around the bathroom. I love it. The, the relationship. It's a great play. It starts with them turning on the taps. Yeah. Yeah. Darling. But we're going to have loads more fights in shops when, you know, sort of like when he brings out a book that's five billion pages full of different kinds of yeah. bathroom taps, yeah. and I just lose my shit and just go, just chill and care. And then yell at him later when he's chosen one and I don't like it. Yeah, okay. Reasons for divorce tiles yeah. <laughs> like, I bet it's true yeah it's, that's often what it will be the things people break up over is often the most mundane thing isn't it obviously it's obviously you know plastering over a much deeper rooted sim- issue but symbols. I like that quote relationships are you know long term relationships are just two people asking each other every day what they want to eat for dinner it's a lovely so, quote it's lovely true. quote it is yeah. yeah I mean I've been out in the game a while <laughs> I've been on the game been <laughs> on the game I mean I know, the game. I know can, wanna, yeah. comedy can be hard but yeah. you know tricky you know yeah. Yeah. evening evening works evening work yeah. <laughs> same good same Kind of hours. Use of the hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've been at the game before. It is that, it is that sort of, I don't know, if, it's quite interesting. I don't know if I can share a room again. I just remember this the other day, like I was like, I've got my night ritual now is like, I'm like the king. Like yeah. I'm just sort of like blow dry my hair when I want, be in bed and think, I'm going to cream my legs. You know? <laughs> well, you yeah. could do the Charles and Camilla thing. What do they do? Three bedrooms. Oh. One each and one for, you know, Sexy other times. activities, yeah. <laughs> One for just putting on the crown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah, but then that's. I know people do that as well, and I don't feel they they all split up. Mm. Well, so you need the like, space for that, don't you? Yeah. Or... But everyone I know who doesn't end up sleeping in the bed if they have a shared, they're like, it's great. I think, well, oh, two mm. years. Yeah. And it is. It's the that beginning of the end. Yeah. Like it's always like they snore. Duh, 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 and you're like, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Put up with it. No, my husband snores. Yeah. But you put up with it. That's the thing. Well, if you get like another no. room, then you think, well, you know what we could do? We could get another flat because I'm too <laughs> <a> family. <laughs> <laughs> Mum wants to come round more. I could kill him, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, do you think there'll be another series of game faces? Is that what you're I'd hoping really, for? I'd really liked, uh, I'd really like that, but I, you know, I don't presume anything. Um, How long did it ta- does it take to write, though? Um, it didn't take that long to write. It was just uh, a lot of, uh, sort of, because it, it took a long time to get commissioned, and then um, it moved again because the production company had a different thing. Um, so it takes a while. Mm. I think the first episode, because I'd already done the pilot, was the hardest. That took way longer than any of the others. The, the others were fun, but the first episode, because I was like, are we using a pilot? Like, is that pilot going out? Like, do I have to put a clock on and, like, just see me put on weight? <laughs> like, I was like, you, you know, you sort of can't... And that was really hard, because we were going to recast, and so that was just the first episode. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I like, writing is a... I can... I sort of sit there for a few days just staring at a screen and thinking I'm not doing anything and thinking, like, oh, God, I have to give the money back. This is terrible. What have I done? <laughs> uh, and then it comes in, like, you know like a night like I'll write Amazing. an episode in it. but it's, it's sort of but I think 
I'm now I accept I'm not writing in the night. I'm just, co- just cooking over the few days, you know, and then, but I was a bit like, I can't work like this. Just sitting there waiting for... I don't know how anybody writes yeah. like that. I'm constantly in awe and continuing with stand-up, presumably, and we're always, yeah. we see you on so much TV as well. Yeah, I am. Um, the thing is, is, you know what, you do like a few, but I only do like, have I got news for you and Cats Does Countdown. That's all. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Not, no, but, but I mean, everybody does those. <laughs> yeah. I do have a good news but I, I don't know if you it depends this year obviously if Game Face comes back and I'm, I've got a couple of other things that I'm writing like I want to you know write some more narrative is my passion and stand up and I haven't last year because I did Man Down and Game Face and a few other bits I didn't get to do a lot of stand up and stand up is you know there's no it's just, there's nothing like it there's no feeling like it so I think I need a bit of it Do you think it's acceptable Rasheen Connerty James Williams to Ask for the invitation to the thing that you want to go to. Oh, I'm going to have to come down pretty hard here. No, I agree. <laughs> People do though. Oh God, yeah, I'm getting cringed. <laughs> You're going to tell know. me. Everything? I mean, I don't know. What do maybe, you think? Maybe, I, mean, I, I think it, it, it exhibits a certain brand of confidence think, that perhaps I begrudgingly admire. I think we need to be a, a bit more specific. I think because what I I can't imagine if somebody's having a dinner party and I right. got wind at some of my friends. Going, <laughs> you got wind. I got a terrible wind. I can't come to a dinner party. <laughs> just like, uh, for getting wind of a dinner party. I've got wind. There's a dinner party. It's such a like a yeah. spy thing. Well, I, I think <laughs> I've my d- horse and cart. But when, um, when, when it's like a, a small intimate yeah. friends thing, I, I've definitely done the passive aggressive. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, oh well, oh, that would have been fun. I still wouldn't ask. You know, and I certain books, what I think often happens is people will ask for other people, right? Yeah. So if you're going anywhere, you might then invite, if it's asking, it's okay to bring some other people. Oh, I've got a caveat, actually. Um, I've got a manager. Oh. <laughs> so I have, when I was in the States, there was something, I was like, oh, do you think I could go to that? And then he sorted out a thing. But we didn't yeah. ask. Oh, well, that's different. That's because, fine, right? Because then if it's like a hard no yeah. for some reason. Oh, so yeah. more like a work thing. Oh, it was a totally yeah. work yeah. thing. And it was a thing, I, and I could go. I was like, oh, do you reckon? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll sort that out. And it was yeah. that, you know, it wasn't I, a... But I, I have to say, part of my ego, I don't think I could actually imagine a world where I would outright say, you haven't invited me, can I come please? Oh, same. I'd rather, I'd rather die. I'd rather, I just wouldn't never, I'd never, ever... I was thinking it's going to stink without me. Fuck off. Because, That's like, I, yeah, <laughs> because if I'm, you know, if I'm feeling wounded and humiliated that I haven't been invited to something that I thought I would be, then I don't want them to know that I feel yeah, exactly. like yeah. that. I don't want anyone to know that I've thought about this at all. But also, I think it's a bigger lesson. I think whenever because it reminds me of like school when if you've got where people can actually hurt you by not inviting you yeah. and you don't feel comfortable saying it then they're not your guys do you know what I mean yeah. so I've got like you know my best best friends they, if I was invited like, like straight away I'm like where are you going why are yeah, you like, exactly. yeah. that's like so we're so close it's like family you know but if there's ever like you know that sort of feeling of like the girls club or some little thing you know where you know you like, when you get wind of like you say like you're like oh there's gonna oh is that a thing or is yeah. you know and it's fine if it, if it can actually hurt you, then I think you should be like, mm, maybe well, I should not so. have a lot of time with them. There's, you know, you could often, I, I have to say, I, I, in the last couple of years, surely, because, you know, you, you have a big friendship group, as yeah, a rule, don't of course, you? Yeah, of course, There's nowhere you can all go to everything no. at the same time. It's just not physically possible no. or practical. So I totally get, on a practical level, and even though I, I, I have that and, word and, in my And do you believe it when people say, oh, it was a spur of the moment thing? Well, yeah. That old chest. No, I have the same gut reaction. When I, yeah. If I see you're here, that yeah. people have gone and done something without me, of course I get that initial, like, I can't believe they fucking went in without me. And then I have a word in myself and go, no, it's not a malicious thing. It's not mean. It's because physically they can't all go together. And I actually have the word, and then I calm myself down. So I've tried to become a bit more yeah. calm about it and actually be a, an adult about it. But I think... What you're talking about, yeah, I think you're, you're right. It is things that happen to you at school like when you're not invited to people's totally. birthday parties. And I think it's that it, same feeling that you have as an adult. And it's also like if you if it's someone that you'd, you know, if you've got someone in your life that you'd go, if I was going to this thing, I would, I, I'm thoughtful enough, I would definitely invite you because you, you know, we talked about that you love this play and da 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 da. You know, it's that. And if you don't get that, then you go, oh, that's all it ever is for me. Is ever I've had, and it hasn't really happened in a while, to be fair. There's always industry things or something like that. You can still get your back up, like, oh, oh, you know, yeah. but I wouldn't be like, excuse me. Well, <laughs> tell me what you think of this then on a professional level. If I had a pound for every time somebody had emailed me this, I'd have about 18 pounds. Oh, it's no word of a lie. It was like, particularly with the Glamour Women of the Year Awards, it's right. always a hot ticket. We only have 500 mm. people that we can invite. Yeah. And honestly, the number of people who said to me, should I be offended that I haven't been invited? 
Now, what the hell am I supposed to say to that? Besides, well, maybe, yeah. I don't know, I guess. But, I, you know, the tent doesn't get any bigger. No. The room doesn't get any bigger. Yeah. It, it used to get more popular. And I just, I never know, knew what to say to but that. But that in itself is quite passive aggressive. Yeah. Well, they've sort of said, they've said the I'm thing. offended. Yeah, they've said I'm offended. <laughs> they've said that. And I think you, the thing is, I, I've got a friend who was chatting about this once. And they were going, I'm going to say a thing. And I said, it's a showbiz no, babe. I was like, if they haven't got back to you, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, that's how the business works. And a non response mm. is a showbiz no. Like, oh, but I can't, you know, I, I can't not respond to that mm. either. So no, it's just like, like say, oh, I'm dying. Yeah. So someone hasn't do... invited you or someone hasn't responded to you asking for a thing or yeah. a gig, for In instance. a weird way, though, I think it's a bit like customer service, isn't it? You, you get more angry yeah. at bad customer service if you're ignored. If somebody actually comes straight back to you, takes the, the wind out of your sails by saying, I'm really, really sorry. Sorry, yeah. Taken so long, we are on yeah. the case. We're yeah. dealing with it. You automatically go, "Oh, thank you so much." Yes, of course, I'll wait to hear from you again. Yeah. So, in a weird way, I do think I'm with you. If you've got to be the bad guy, I think it is better to respond than to not respond. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. mean that. I but, mean yeah. not getting the invite is a showbiz no. Yes, do you know what I mean like, that's what I mean. So and not getting not, the invite, and, and, is you go, you don't need to ask. It wasn't a mistake, and it's I, not personal. No, no but also, no. but to be fair, there's also an argument to be said in the situation we were talking about glamour awards. You know, I've had some of those emails, and I've actually gone, oh god, I actually have gone out my way to find them. So you know, sometimes yeah, yeah. you chance your luck, and it does work out. Ta- for you. I listen. I've got friends who who are not in the business in any shape, way, or like literally, and they are at every event. I went to school with them. And I'm like, how are you at the Bantas? <laughs> they're not even. What are they doing? But like, I don't. I don't want to be there, knowing that I got an invitation that way. I want to be there because I've been invited. Yeah. yeah. Like properly. Yeah. I, I, and here's the other thing. Quite often, I get invited to. You know, I, I don't want to go to things, but I still want to be invited. Oh yeah, that's of course <laughs> yeah. that's the way. It's, uh, yeah. But then you have to be careful. If you, if you say no enough times, then you automatically be struck off a list, don't you? I yeah. Do, I think there's people like that in my life when I go. Well, I'm not going to bother asking anymore. So they always say no. Really? Yeah. Well, I see, I'm so flaky. I think that people just sort of, and I don't mean to be, and I don't I like. I'm just not very. I'm quite. Um, I'm not great with my diary, so sometimes I feel like I'm good, I'm free, and I'm just not. Like yeah. I, if it comes I'm through flaky. me, and I, that's what it is. So I think I've sort of got it a bit. Like me and Catherine Ryan, drop name drop, but we're very similar <laughs> in that way that we like we're just like on the hop friends, and it's perfect. But we've got other friends, you know, in our group who are like, "What's wrong? Why aren't you? Where are we going to meet up?" And that you know, like not in that particular group, in my group, you know, that I've got friends who are like especially we've got families now, and yeah. I'm that's the thing I'm trying to be more like I have to be more respectful going you have to have a plan you have to stick to it and you have to do it because they've got to get baby you know I'm still like well we'll see how we go on Friday like no well, I don't know about you Roshan but I feel like I'm caught somewhat in the sort of physical paper slash you know phone diary vortex whereby I've got both going on and they're not quite crossing over yeah. and so as a result you drop loads of fucking balls basically <laughs> because you know I always people were saying the other day there's something about for me and maybe it's my age but I love a paper diary anything yeah. I put in the paper diary I always remember yeah it's often the stuff that I then put my phone trying to be all down with the kids and then I totally don't check and forget about it. Yeah, I don't use my paper diary, but I, I it's mine is messages through all of the ways in which they can get you. Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, you know, like WhatsApp, text, email, my agent. So sometimes it'll be seven, you know, and if it comes through me and then I respond, I go, fine, I'll deal with it then. And then I don't, and it doesn't follow up. Because so, I say email me and then they don't email me and then they, it goes back on Twitter and then sometimes <laughs> you get your DMs fill up with, you know, nutters and I'm using that word lovingly. But, you know, I'm like, I'm not going through that today. <laughs> and then you, you know, it can be, then you can miss someone going, I, I did DM you. And you're like, wow, oh, so God. we're actually really lucky that you and I made a plan and that you're actually sitting here. It's I a mean, miracle. I did yeah. text you in the car going, where am I going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that, that didn't alarm me at all. I was like, oh, she's on her way. Yeah, that's normally, brilliant. I get in the car because like, I'm normally like, where am I going? Like, it's, it's always been that with us going, uh, are you still coming? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Roisin was invited here today. So yes. um, I, I think it's, you know, I think if you haven't been invited, don't ask for the invitation. Go and do something much cooler. Exactly. Totally. I think yeah. you'll feel, I think it's a, and it just makes everyone, people assume the best in some of the people that they, they there was only a certain amount of tickets, there was only a certain amount of blah, blah, you know, that they, I don't think you should, I think it, and it ruins social, we have to have, keep some social decorum. Mm, exactly. You have to have some sort of, you know, like, Boundaries. that's how the world works. Also, leaving the house is overrated. Stay in and clean something. Yes. <laughs> or don't it, clean something. It's as rude. Uh, yeah. I think to yeah. say, oh, can I be invited, please? As it is to turn up and and change your um, seating at a table where everybody's. Oh, I, hate that. I know it's that so is rude, so funny. Yeah. It's I've seen it. You're like, what are you doing? I I had that experience once where I saw, and it was a fashion designer, and I'm not going to name who it was. Quite well known, and I and I went to the table looking for my name, and then I realised that this person had my name card in their hand. 
and was walking around the table looking for somewhere else to put it. And he went, you're not Joe Elvin, are you? When he saw me looking at him. And I said, yeah. And he went, oh, please don't hate me. I just, I haven't seen my friend for ages. And I thought, oh, okay, fair enough. But don't you think that yeah, is just shame, so cringy? Yeah, you've got, you've got, oh, yeah. you've got to be like. <laughs> I, mean, I also just think that's part and parcel of the event. So if you're going to a, like a sort of worky wanky do like that, you put up with a random seating plan, don't you? Come on, if you agree to Yeah, to I mean, extent. be a grown up, sing for your supper, yeah. meet somebody new. Yeah, that's I what I think. I just said, I just said, don't, wouldn't dream of it. No. I mean, the people like that should I? not be invited. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting invited, and they are. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, especially when it's like, uh, you know, not a wedding or something. Like, at a wedding, I've got a thing because I don't like it. I do get annoyed, I don't get plus one. And so sometimes I'm just like, if it's someone I know, I'm no, like, give that, me a break. No, that's yeah. dull for a wedding. Yeah, so I'm no, like, yeah. let me sit near someone I know. Because always it's a corporate for me. I'm like, hey, and you know, you've got yeah. all these couples. And that's the only time I'll be like, do you mind? Because I know James. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like at least. No, I'm with you on that Yeah, one, that's because... my only time. But I'll ask. I still yeah. will ask. Most people don't care, you know. You know, they'll just be like, fine, we're our partners. And we sit where you want. You Other know? than being caught red-handed and <laughs> yeah, arranging yourself. That's so embarrassing. I'm more embarrassed <laughs> for him than for you. I think we could rant about this forever. But we won't. Don't beg the invite. It's not a good look. No. Summary. No, yeah. no, no. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, Joe Roshi. Is it just me that sometimes pretends to be more unhappy than I really am because you know your friend is basically unhappy so basically trying to make them feel better about themselves <laughs> it might be just you I can't I haven't got the energy for that oh I would definitely I would and I would expect it off a friend as well if I was feeling down I do not want them showing up tits and teeth they need well, to well I guess what you would do, what you would probably do is you'd, you'd downplay if you'd yeah. had an amazing day and work was brilliant and you know you'd met the new love of your life and you walk in and your friend's on the verge of having some sort of breakdown yeah you probably would tone down oh, the emotion I think that, that's really painting the extreme version oh, no, of this just, no, but that, but no, but no but that's often what we're talking about here I think it's about when a friend is in a bad place you're not going to sit there and go on about how great you are you're going to then sometimes up the ante in your own misery possibly just to try and well, reassure them playing devil's advocate okay if um, you were really really miserable and having a bad day would, does happen would, would you does it I've never seen that <laughs> would you begrudge your friend who'd had the great day and was actually having a good time right no, now no that's actually very I wouldn't actually and in a weird way you can, but when it's the other way around, I can normally call bullshit. I can put, totally tell you're not in a bad place. Yeah, you've you got your what? life's good at the moment. What yeah. are you talking about? When you know? I when I'm in a bad place, I actually seek out Happy my people. my happier, more successful, yeah. more um, you know, sunny dispositioned friends at that time because I feel like maybe it'll rub off on me. Maybe yeah. they'll say something that makes me feel better and motivates me. And yeah, you're right. Because if you're in yeah. a bad place, you don't want to wallow with misery, do you? You want to. It depends. I think sometimes you need empathy, and I oh, think totally. I think that's all I think. I think once, yeah. as long as they can be empathetic and so they can what you need is someone who even if they're in a good place so they can just park it and if you're in your bad and then they can sort of go this is like so they can give you advice of of comparison what you don't want is a sympathy hijacker 
which I had stand up about very years ago, which is any problem you have, they've had it only worse. They oh. never let you yeah. have. You, that's worse. That's my worst case scenario. Yeah. When you're like this, this, and this, and they are. They've just been saying their good day, and they go well, and they Do you won't. Remember when let, I got fired, yeah. Like, no, and you're like, give me a minute, give me a minute with I, this. That I, was ten years ago. You spoke with your boyfriend. What are you talking about? I this used to know about that, please. I used to know a, a girl. This is like eons ago who you sort of like you'd bitch about your day or whatever was going on and once she became a mother it everything just became I mean all of this stuff just is just seems so trivial Joe oh. once you've had children it's like it's not it doesn't you know that doesn't give you the no. full stop on every comparison you don't get, get an to, empathy free yeah. card because you have a child yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm not an advocator I wouldn't say you know if I'm having a really bad day I wouldn't ring the person who I think might go, really? Because, oh, man, I've had a great day. I've just had a pay rise and, but yeah, everything's pretty positive, good. A positive person, you mean? Someone who yeah. can find the positive. Well, no, I, I wouldn't want someone just going, oh, well, I'm, I'm all right. But, yeah, I think you still want someone who's, I think that misery likes company. And I think that if you seek out the other people in the same space, you're just going to both spiral downwards. I guess, so, it, I guess it depends on what works for you, isn't it? Because, you know, sometimes you do just want somebody that's going to sit there and listen and let you wallow and let you feel sorry for yeah, yourself. And yeah. you, but I would say I'm more like you. I, I'm a big believer in the diversion technique. <laughs> I want to be diverted from my misery. I want to be reminded yeah, there are yeah. other things going on and you know, let me forget for a, for a while that yeah. there's not so much shit going on in my life. But, you know? And also, if I was having a really bad time and um, then I found out that my friend was burying the lead that they just got a great new job or were yeah. pregnant or something like that, then I'd feel quite patronised that, really? that, that they were yeah. scared to tell me. Yeah, it's like tricky. Well, I've been in a really. situation yeah. quite similar to this, you see, where I did have, like, I, I'd had, like, an amazing, like, a joke good day. You know, like a day that if it was in a script, you'd go, bring it down. Yeah. No one's going to believe Like, you can't have those two that people meeting on happen. that day, you yeah. know. <laughs> and, um, and... I I sort of threw it in at the end because you know we're very close but, and at the end of the day I sort of threw in the bits you know and a kind of but I just felt like I I have my I knew I was going to have all the days because do you know what I mean I had this nice news so my days the next week or so were going to be nice days and and I felt like I just they needed me not to be in like giddy because then they what you do they, they park there if you're a decent person and it's your close friend this is what I'm talking about close people like what I would do is if someone was like oh my god I'll be like Parker don't ruin their good day you know and yeah, then so I'd yeah. be you know and that's fine it's just friendship I think if you're you know you just you just try and be sensitive don't you so if someone came in and was like that's what I would you know I would if I was sad I would park that and if I was happy and they were I'd park I'd just park it so I did have one where I had a great minefield. day yeah it is yeah. but I think either or you expect the person to be empathetic you expect them to, to you know to be like you're not on your own ever. Yeah. You're, when you're talking to someone, there's, there's, you know, something when you go, you could be talking to anyone. Like, I don't need to be here. Like, you're not communicating with me. You're talking That's at right. me. Like, yeah. there's no connection here. Like, this is. Do you know that feeling you get? Like it's like small talk. It has all the hallmarks of connection, but you leave like drained. And that's like when you meet people, coffee friends. Which I've, is what I've, I've said to my I've, friend I've Ollie. I've tried like, to eliminate a lot of that. Yeah, because I don't have time. It's life. It's exhausting. Yeah. One, one of my best friends, Ollie, and he's very busy, and he's like, "We'll meet up for coffee." And I said, "No, Ollie, we've got to do things." <laughs> and I said, "Otherwise, we're going to meet people that meet up every four months, and we're going to sit at the table, and I'm going to go like, so Game Face is my show. I don't even have a chance to watch it, and I <laughs> and we regurgitate our lives at each other." All the while being quite drained because you're going to keep going. Who's Steve? Who's you know? And I'm like, I'm about, I'm about. Oh, it's Linda, yeah. that, you know. And we're going to be. T- it's going to become another person you've got to tell your business to. But we're, we're, if you do fr- like your friends, if you do new memories and you have, I mean, this is just spiraled off. I don't know. I'm just going to no. think about friendship. No, it's but, true. Yeah. But yeah. you need to create new things. Like, like we're better off going to the park and having fun with the dogs. You go. Remember we had fun with the dog, yeah. rather than going. Why don't I meet you up and tell me about the fun with the dog? You know, I think coffee friends. Let's do a pottery class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just do keep let's, it going. Let's Invest. spice things up. You should do yeah. it. I think that's what you do you, we so I just can't the coffee meetups I'm like this is not fun well, like you know, if we're not doing anything else we often say this you've got to put as much effort into your friendships as you would your, mm. a relationship yeah. or your family you know it's a relationship like anything any other any other and you know, I think it warrants that. Even just having people around and watching the show, like yeah. watching a show, like a box set or something, watching it together, and you think you go, "Cause that was so like you're such a, you just don't do it anymore." Coffee, you know, coffee is basically the thing you you do on a first date or yeah. with someone you don't know very well. Cause it's kind of because what is it? It's it's always at a weird time of day. Yeah, there's no alcohol involved, no. so it's like you know, where's it going? 
<laughs> not that I'm really basic yeah. or anything. If, but... we're, if, if we're not heading to the bedroom and I'm straight, where bar, is this going? Where is this going? Yeah. What am I doing here? But it is, you know, like I just feel like that's the things eliminating that. And so I think when you have closeness, you know, the connection, and I feel like you feel connected to people who are able to empathize. Sometimes you sat down with someone, you're like, oh my god, I've just told you like my dad's died or something. And someone's like, well, and oh, that's awful. And they carry on. And you go, oh, I don't need to be here. This is someone who's going to have this day. I guess ultimately, though, I think I would possibly sum of this up in a way that I would say that if you're a really, really, really good friend of this person, you're not really going to have to mind your behaviour no, at all. You no. will just deal with it in however way yeah. it feels natural and right. You know, yeah. so, so you probably wouldn't pretend. If, you, if you, I can't pretend with my true best friends you no. know and I can't pretend to be anything that I'm not or no. feel anything that I'm not feeling right there and, and right there and, and that's the whole point I think of good friendship is you put up with it yin yang yeah I think there's a new phenomenon sort of like rearing its head in that people feeling guilty about feeling happy it's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool to have something to moan about yeah and that doesn't mean that moaning isn't legitimate and there aren't proper grievances but there's there does seem to be this undercurrent that you're not you're not and maybe it's another authentic one of those, being yeah. authentic is seen if you're miserable it's authentic yeah if you're, if you're rude that's my worst oh look how authentic i am rude no, just rude. being rude mate that's all it is yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. look at speaking me speaking my truth yeah and you're like yeah. it's rude just rude there's, that's yeah. all it is there's, there's no shame in being happy yeah you really are and, being, yeah. and, and also some of the people who are most positive are uh this is a thing i've you know people who are struggling but they can still not be moaning do you know what I mean it is a I find when I do my most moaning I don't feel better after I spiral if I'm in the if once you get to that headspace of like bah, 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 you yeah. know like you can literally by the end you're like have you seen this this man's a lot like a melted frog like, <laughs> which I read yesterday and you lose a day to you know cause see everything's shit yeah, yeah. yeah. you lose like yeah. a day whereas if you're sort of like I'm looking on the good and sit, you bring you bring that energy like you say to I think I don't think it is a cool thing to be like life's rubbish it's like it's not, we're not seven you know like the world's Dear gonna diary. end yeah <laughs> yeah and i i'm a big believer and this is going to sound really hippy dippy but i do think it's really true that you you get what you put out oh yeah so and in, in my worst moments i try i remember that and think well if i go out and say positive things and and you know try and be proactive about things then good things will happen and generally that's kind of true and try and have a sense of humor about it I yeah. Think if, yeah if you hit a point where you've literally lost your sense of humor that's you need to stop really yeah totally. if you can still in the darkest moments find some glimmer of humor and be kind I think you know that Maya Angelou quote which is you forget what people say you forget what they do always remember how they make you feel mm. I think that's so good because you know sometimes you can be with someone who's technically nice or you you know you, but you know how you're making your people feel around yeah. you you mm. know you know if they feel like edgy or if you're especially if I'm in a bad mood I know I can like if I'm just like negative I, I, even if I'm silent I feel like because I've got such an expressive face I feel like I've got no privacy <laughs> do you know what I mean I'm like I'm just sitting here being in a bad mood for two minutes why is everyone like what's wrong with Roche <laughs> I was like give me two minutes I'm sorry I've got a clown cartoon face <laughs> it's like... but I think I've got a face I look miserable even when I'm really not yeah, yeah that's not that. you but I mean I, I agree that. that's it you know yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, a curse right? it really is I'm the same I, I, can't, I have no, yeah. no poker face like, what are you thinking about I'm like my joys yeah. <laughs> I just want to say an enormous thank you to everybody who's got in touch with us and said they're really enjoying the podcast and thank you for subscribing and reviewing it really helps other people find us on iTunes um, I, I don't know maybe I don't want to dwell on the negative but we know we've got some sound issues on a couple but we're sorting that James has given me a big long list of things that he's nagged me to buy and I've bought them and they're arriving on Saturday yeah. so sound issues should, should be a yeah. thing of the past so yes but um, huge thank you to uh, Life of Ryan UK on Instagram who said about our recent podcast with Ashling B. Um, I was a lawyer for 14 years. I did feel defined by this, but it was only after I left last year to become a self-employed photographer that I realised how much other people defined me by my job. It was a scary transition, but the best thing I did. And we've had lots of really lovely feedback like that about that episode um, and, you know, that, that whole talk about am I my job and you know and yeah. saw that so we really enjoy that and thank you so do keep your emails coming to is it just me podcast at gmail.com well done Joe. she got it in one James Williams Roisin Connerty is it just you who uh, <laughs> not me <laughs> yeah. is it Nothing just me. is it just you who does something purely for the praise and or acknowledgement is that a thing is that what something people do I'm always reminded of the episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where George Costanza keeps 
um, waiting until the waitress is actually looking at him, sticking the tip money and making so sure she perfect. hears the clink. <laughs> so perfect. I've definitely been guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all guilty of this a little bit, aren't we? I mean... You know, I I enjoy cooking, right? I'm one of those slightly weird people that I do genuinely, I kind of use it as therapy. I like to go into the kitchen, even if I'm feeling a bit depressed or down or bored, I'll just go in and cook and do something. Um, So, you know, I genuinely do love having people around for dinner and cooking. Um, But you know what? When you've done something, you you do do it to please them. And then at the end of it, when you hear praise or otherwise, you know, that's part and parcel of the exchange. James is an excellent cook. (laughs) That's what he's he's fishing for. But it's true. Sounds like you're looking for a bit of praise right now. (laughs) (laughs) Your your little sausage dippers were a a, a thing of triumph. (laughs) She's talking about my Christmas spread, by the way. Sure, (laughs) sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, I think of course we all do little things, and don't some of us, you know, I mean, okay, I'm not going to say we dress for other people, but you know, when you buy something new that you really like, yeah, don't we all enjoy that compliment? You feel you look good in it, and then somebody reassures you that you do look good in it, or it is new and it is nice, you know? I yeah, think. I mean, I've just completely re sort of as I was thinking now, I was thinking, oh, and then I remembered my job, which is. <laughs> You to want people to laugh? St- <laughs> to go on stage and literally, the like, there's one, there's one reaction that I yeah. need, which is, <laughs> like, I need that, you know, validation. So um, that I do, yeah. I think we, yeah, we do. It's validation. Everyone wants to be, feel validated. No one wants to feel like what they do doesn't count. I think it's dangerous to to not tune into what you like and what you want. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't chase applause. Right? No, you shouldn't chase applause. I think you should like, like you shouldn't cook something you want to eat. No, exactly. Like, you exactly. know, because I don't think that's the thing. I think there's sometimes, like, if, you know, writing. I wouldn't. I would not try and preempt what people want or what's in vogue or what because if it's in vogue, it's probably on its way out. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of, and I think like sometimes people can, they're always chasing that thing and you can sense whether it be fashion, whether it be, you know, music or whatever, they always want to be like on trend and they mm-hmm. sort of lose a bit of, you know, saying, I like this or yeah. I like that and being a bit uncool and being a bit like, you know, people like quiche. I mean, who the hell serves quiche anymore? It's still nice. Quiche. I mean, I no, I think it's always a bit quiche. Is, you know, it's one of those things. It's the promise is always better than yeah, the Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. It's a bad example. But it yeah. lost, it really had... Quiche is one of my uncles yeah. used to pronounce it. I was like, what? It was quitch. so very 80s, right? Yeah. I, I mean, remember chorizo it, must be on its way out, right? Because it's, it's, it's had such... It's a peak. It's sure. a peak. It's taken over bacon for a while. It's in everything. Don't say such things. It's on its don't. way out. It's, it's made its point. It's literally showed up everywhere. It's a skinny gene of food. I will always love you, I will always love you, Chorizo. I love Chorizo, but it has literally. I, I there was one meal, one weekend I went to Dorset last year, and it showed up in every meal. Oh, no, like it's a country pub in Dorset. And I was like, overkill. yeah, I was like, come on, mate, come on. It was just like in pies, in my breakfast, there's a bit, and I was like, Chorizo cornflakes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did keep buying Chorizo. Yeah. <laughs> I think where this conversation could take a bit of a dark turn is if I say, do you have some of those people in your lives you feel do good work? And I actually mean a lot of stuff for charity. Yes. Because well, they are genuinely amazing people or do they do it and somehow make it yeah. about their ego well, and about I, them I, being well, backslapped? To be honest, though, I was thinking about, um, you know, there's a lot of cynicism around uh, celebrities demonstrably doing mm. charity work. And I, I just, I can't get cynical about it I just feel like whether or not they're doing it because they need the validation of everyone applauding them for being a good person there's still charity work being done there's still awareness being raised raised, money being raised so I kind of to me it's a it's a win-win. I don't care if, you know, you, you think this or that celebrity's only doing it to get the press. You know, I yeah. it, it doesn't bother me at all. No, I, I, don't, I don't, maybe, uh, my mum was a, a phrase which was, I can't, I never get it right, but it was like, but beware of those closest to the altar, the people who sit closest to the altar in church and with the worst people. Mm. The, so the people, I think, I suppose people who are, who market their goodness and market, um, their sort of moral superiority. And there are celebrities that do it, they wind me up. And I feel like uh, that maybe think they have sort of Jesus syndrome a bit. Like I would yeah. say, very few, I would say. But I think most celebrities who do work, like who do mine, like loads of gigs and charity gigs and money and shit. You know, most, I would say, there's the odd one. But it's like like in our lives, there are people who you think, oh God, they just like to say, and it's not so much about charity, it's just that they like to say, they like to, I don't know, have that, 
I don't know. There's a certain, you know what I mean? Those people, you're like, oh God, they're not going you know, And it's just so they can yeah. say it. I don't believe them. I'm I, like, I like the fun- idea of the world being full of George Michaels. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In the sense that George Michael did all these incredible things that none of us knew about in his yeah. lifetime. We all found out yeah. afterwards. And I just thought that was so gracious. Yeah. But, so why, amazing. but why would there have been shame in us knowing? I guess there isn't. But like, I, I, I'm talking about more like I know real people. I'm, I'm not talking about famous yeah. people. I'm just talking about, and I definitely get a sense of so there are some people in my in my world, um, in the peripheries of my world, anyway, that I definitely feel have almost got off, they get off on this idea now that they are these incredible sort of charity, you know, they raise all this money. Yeah. And, it, and it, I guess it's the way it's done. It's not, it's well, amazing. They are doing it's amazing It's commodifying things. charity as well. There is problems with commodifying charity and, yeah. and, you know, with feminism and stuff. That's what, it, that's what it filters into us is that our, our, our actual experiences and our good deeds and our, mm. our belief system can be commodified somehow that there is a benefit that somehow, like the other day, and I hate even saying this, but I love Laura Dern so much. I love it. And I just think it was, a misstep, but it was such. I was. I was sort of stunned. See what you guys think. Maybe I'm. She. She went. Thanks, Bulgari. Uh, uh, on um on her uh, Instagram, she went. Thanks, uh, Bulgari, for the watch. She went. This reminds me. Time's up. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And I yeah. nearly fainted, and I was like. I get that she's she 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 wanted to thank them and thought well yeah. I wanted to do I, you know so but then I was like oh they've sent them that watches does, yeah. they've sent them watches of course they sent them watches time's up I think you my know, thing like... is that I'm talking about people I think where do you know when they become more the star than the cause does what I'm oh, saying yeah. is if you do incredible work it should be about presenting what that charity does. And I'm talking about people who mainly somehow managed to turn the focus ever so slightly more onto themselves and about how amazing they are rather than what the charity they are supporting does. And that's where it gets a bit off for me, to be honest. And where they dine out on it. That's the truth. We all know, it's a feeling, isn't it? You know the difference between, I don't think, like you say, if it raises money for charity stuff like that, but where you think it raises someone's I mean, we're going quite big. I think the charity stuff I'm not so fussed about, genuinely, because I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm like, yeah. if it gets money for charity, True. dine out, you yeah. know, do what you want to do, you know, kind of. It's all going to a good Yeah, place, I yeah. think it's, a spo- I suppose, in company, you know, with mm-hmm. people who, I think, uh, build a personality or a sort of version of themselves to present you know, like they've like they've gone through a checklist that they're going to present because it makes them seem superficial. Yeah. People who present themselves as flawless uh, or as no, or as over, too noble or too godly, yeah. we you think, what do you want from me? It's you hilarious. want praise? Like, actually, I swear to God, I don't think I know anybody <laughs> like that in my life. <laughs> But it's, but, it's, yeah. but it's even like, yeah. it's, I guess you're talking about people, people with amazing hobbies and interests. I'm just bitter because I have none. Yeah. And you, you hear about people who do all, all these incredible things and they have all but these amazing you, hobbies. And, and I'm like, oh, wow, you're really like motivated. And like, but you're also, a we, terrible person. We three all must have at some point in our lives had the experience of doing something, whether or not we wanted the praise or not, and then not getting the praise and not getting the recognition. <laughs> oh God, and, it's, yeah. and it's so... <laughs> It's it, it, it really smarts, doesn't it? And yeah. you kind of have that moment where you hate yourself for being upset about it. Yeah. But I can't actually think of an example right now. But I know. It, but that's you know, that is so true. And all the yeah. more reason, maybe we get over it and enjoy it when you can. Yeah. When you do get the praise, I mean, just milk it. Why not? I think it's a chi- it's, it taps into your childhood, doesn't it? That if you if you really like, you know, it's, it's so, like mine's my work. Obviously, like my mum doesn't watch. You know, like, oh, she says, and I'm like, look, that sort of. I'm like, it, you know, it can be really like, mum. <laughs> Like it's not that it's not called FaceTime, yeah. You know, like you know, like a pet because I want her to say it's good. I want yeah. her to be like, you know, um, yeah. And it's a it's a ch- we want to feel validated. We want to feel, you know. I worked with a woman who had no qualms at all, just going. Someone would say, "Oh, that was a good idea." And she said, "Yes, that was my idea." And I I don't think I even grew the balls enough to. So. do that at, at times when maybe I should have yeah. you know, so yeah I think it's fine as long as it's not people who say things for praise like you say so people who say like they like things to gain the uh, the sort of surrounding praise around a thing rather than the topic so say it's like yeah. the latest music the latest food and people you go oh do you? and then they don't like it when it's out of trend yeah. people, that, that, they're the people I'm like you're just saying it so that people go like that's so cool you did that thing that everyone now does yeah that's on trend basically we're talking about no one wants to be Rose Byrne in Bridesmaids we all want to be Kristen Wiig that's it oh yeah that's a really good yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it is isn't yeah. it? if it's authentic it's authentic totally and yeah and and there's someone... nothing wrong with saying yeah I'm, I authentically want a big slap on the back please yeah. doing a great job totally and I, I, I think it's nice if you say that and go guys <laughs> I did know. all this yeah. I made those pigs in blankets yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Because we yeah. all do. We all want to. We all want our work or a, a, a thing that we've done. We all want someone to say, "Well done. You did a good thing. You tried. We've all seen it. You so look actually, nice." Everyone listening, just go out and praise more people. Yeah. the world would be a lovely place if everyone yeah. got more praise. I've had a top once that literally I'd, I, I wore it three. I loved it so much. Three days, not one compliment. I went, "This is is that an absolute disastrous oh, outing?" No. I, I never wore it again. I was like, "Actually, three, a top that I thought was lovely." <laughs> People just seen through it. I was like, you, you have just reminded me. Now, I, 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 when I was going to the fashion shows all the time for work, I didn't get dressed wanting a compliment, but I, I got dressed wanting to, to be assured that it was, it was cool enough. Of course. And on the occasions that I left my hotel room and the fashion director I was travelling with said nothing, uh, I would be in an absolute blind panic for the rest of the day thinking uh, I've really got my yeah, outfit wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? So when you yeah. go on stage, I, if anyone comes with me to watch other comics, I'm like, when they come off, no matter what you say, well done. Because well done could be for, even if you don't like them, um, if you, but they'll be good, I'm, I'm bringing you. Um, but I can't, you can't look at some, people are like, their heads are everywhere. You can't just look someone in the face. They don't know what that means. You know, they, they mm. immediately they just go to like, I've had the worst gigs, but I do. So we're in latitude, my sister stood next to me and I was like, Josh was coming over and I was like, don't just step, because they get shy. They go, but he knows they had a good gig. I was like, they don't. They're literally all going to be the first person he sees. So don't just be like, hey, yeah. staring at them. Yeah. So, you know, you need even, you know, no matter how good the gig's gone, if the first person you see, you want them to go, well done. Good. Yeah, I'm right. It was okay. <laughs> Give more praise, people, yeah. basically, and enjoy yeah. it. There we are. Roisin, you've been amazing. Aww. Thank you. You I, guys have been amazing. It's aww. been so much fun. Wow. Well, what, what's really going got on my with talk you? On. Yeah. <laughs> Can we plug anything while yeah. we're here? Um, well, I'm sweating quite a lot. It aren't does I? get hot yeah. in here. Um, sure. <laughs> 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 Thanks. <laughs> it's that grilling we gave you. <laughs> I don't know what I think. <laughs> Let the charities do what they want to do. <laughs> I didn't see nothing, see? <laughs> Bring on Paxman. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop. I don't know what you're playing at. Um, what's going on with me? I'm writing. I'm, I'm, I'm making a, maybe making a film. Um, so I'm writing that. Uh, so we'll see probably that about 20 years. Um, I'm waiting to see what game face. I'm writing some stand-up. Because LA in February, it's a bit over oh, that time of year where jealous. I'm a bit like, what's going to happen? There's a yeah. bit, uh, in a good way. Yeah. I'm trying to embrace it. I'm trying not to be a negged. I think it's going to be <laughs> super exciting. I think you're so multi-talented and so oh, you're very freaking kind. hilarious. Thanks, and so guys. we can't wait to see you. I'm not really up to much. I don't know about you, James. I'm quite exhausted and hot myself, yeah. actually. Yeah, I've got perv lip. Top. <laughs> I get it's my top lip's the worst. I just, just want like, to lick it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for listening. See you nice trailer. See you next time and is it just me, everybody? Thanks so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.